0: Welcome to another Who's He podcast with me Phil and me Paul and on this week's show we're returning once again to our series one retrospective and this time we are looking at The Doctor Dances um, written by Stephen Moffat and also following on from The Empty Child which was uh, we covered on our last podcast um, but anyway first up the news now unfortunately we have to start off with some um Two items of, of, of sad news actually um, Now as we re- recalled On Monday the 3rd of September uh, Announced today that the actress Jacqueline Pearce uh, has died At the age of 74 um, Now for those of you who know from Doctor Who um, She was in The Two Doctors And played the character Of Chassini of the Franzine Grig. Um, so that, that, And also she, she appeared in um, Some uh, Big Finish audio productions As well, I think some of the, the Time War um, Stories um, but obviously, I think most people know her as the fantastic serverland from Blake Seven. Um, yeah, a role that she really did make her own. She honestly, um, and I'd, I'd say many a, um, <laughs> I think from my, my my point of view, many a schoolboy's fantasy. Put it that way. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, it, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And, and,
1: and, you could be that and ruthless.
0: Yes. Yes. It's, yes. it's, she, she it's was,
1: something you've taken through life, isn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, she was utterly magnificent in that story and I mean to I mean, you know, she was only meant to be in one story. Um and she absolutely knocked it out of the park and then she then ended up appearing in all four series of Blake Seven. Yeah.
1: And you uh, just can't imagine it without her. You can
0: can't, you? can you? You really cannot. Um I know maybe um, you might say, yeah, overacting in certain places, but Blake Seven—it it, it was always a bit cheesy, anyway. Yeah, in 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 some, especially some of the late sort of later stories. But I mean, that's what was required. You wanted a, a truly hissable villain, and yeah. she and she was that. She really was.
1: But you know, but not in the the na- You know, n- not nasty to an appearance or you know. It was all suave, but just totally
0: evil. She was. T- but, the, but the but she also sold the vulnerable side, yeah, as well to the character. Um, and then when she was sort of, sort of, you think she was sort of down and out, and you know, then she sort of, I can, I I put it really. She, she finds some way to claw her way back up to the top again. Mm. You know, she was, as you say, ruthless. Rufus, but vulnerable at the same time. Um, I think most of that go is down to her performance, really. Yeah, really is. Um, she's also um, appeared in uh, a couple of sort of, I'd say sort of, say some of the well, two of the lesser known Hammer horror films, Plague of Zombies* and *The Reptile*. Um, which, like, I think she meets her fate in in in, in both of those stories. But um, again. Utterly brilliant and she was i mean she was drop dead gorgeous as well she was sort of like icily um beautiful i would say hmm. she really was um so yeah i think that that's that's why i think you know i think it was that it was that sexy ruthlessness that she brought to the role of servalaine as i said was was many a young schoolboy's fantasy it really was so and a grown man's and grow well, just grown adults' <laughs> fantasy, really. There you I was go. Say, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and when did it end for you? Then?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was well, as soon as I got the Blake Seven um, on, on DVD, mate. That rekindled it for me. So, <laughs> no, she was utterly fantastic, and and I say a bit of a, um, a shock, a bit of a shock. Yeah. Um, so it's, um, I think she's not, not long been diagnosed with lung cancer. So it all sort of comes as a bit of a, a bolt out of the blue. So, um, so here's to you, Jacqueline. I was going to say, here is to you. Now, um, unfortunately, we have some other sad news. Um, this actually broke um, last week that the production designer for Doctor Michael Pickwood, and also who appeared on this podcast, this very podcast last year at the last year's Hooverville convention, uh, sadly passed away at the age of seventy three. Um, I think this was a shock to a great deal of people actually. Um And I I think I, I tweeted, he was a, a, a lovely man and he was, Um, at the, as I said, at the great opportunity to interview him last year as part of like a round table interview uh, with the guys from staggering stories podcast. And he was absolutely fascinating. And I lamented then and I lament now that we didn't have longer with him um, because it was utterly fascinating to talk to really engaging and, um, I think he, he, I think he would have quite have happily have sat there and just talked about things that he's sort of designed and built and you know we didn't even get to touch his you know much of his sort of film career and other TV shows that he's worked on as well. Um, yeah, utterly, utterly fascinating to talk to. And um, did you read the uh, the nice little bit tribute? Tribute, yeah. I was to say, um, from Stephen Moffat. Yeah. About him, so that that was um, yeah, because he, he he sort of wrote that he actually sort of thought that he he come in cosplaying as Matt Smith um, into the sort, of, well, the, the sort of the production reading or whatever, and he said you know no that, that is what he was like. He was like he was their very own Mad Professor, really. Yeah. Um he, he was that bow tie and tweed wearing guy, and um, and I and I I, I I mean I loved his TARDIS design. I really do, and I think he. he over the last seven years of Doctor he really sort of did he made his mark really
1: yeah he he yeah he definitely gave it gave it re- reinvented its image
0: yes yes certainly did certainly did um and i think he's i mean i i loved his set for the for the tardis as well i yeah. I, re- I really did love it um i think it sort of um i think it might have divided a pin with certain people saying so it was it was a little bit too dark. In there um but no i i I thought it was absolutely fantastic it sort of it brought back the old with the new as he seemed to merge the two the two sort of genres or the two periods of Doctor Who into one set if you ask me so yeah um yeah, I thought he was um yeah I was a big admirer of his work I really was so um so yeah um it's a horrible, horrible way to start off the um start off the podcast really. With with this this kind of news, um,
1: yes, yeah. yeah, both both unexpected, and
0: yes, and, I, I think, so. and both will be very very um, very much missed, very much yep. missed. Okay, so right, let's let's move on to some um, other hopefully happier news now. Um, now, since we've been um, been away, the series eleven writers and directors have now sort of been officially um, announced. Um, I think we did cover the the directors previously, didn't we? Yeah. Um I don't think there's anything um untoward in there at all. It's pretty much as no. we as we said it was, but I think the um now the writers have been confirmed and it's quite a small pool of writers, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And what's slightly interesting is there's not as if there's episodes assigned to them. That makes you wonder, you know, is it how much is it, you know, are they all doing their own episode or? Yeah, well, I think. Is there a bit of.
0: I like a writer's room thing? Because yeah. that's been long mooted. There's going to be like a, this, this, right? That's sort of like an, the American approach uh, to writing a TV show. So you've got this writer's room, everyone sort of chips in ideas. Um, I don't know if that has been the case or not, or, or they have got their own. I think I've read somewhere that they, you know. Their own particular episodes, or their, or their at least their story was um, sort of it was going to be frightening or, or creepy or, or whatever it might be. So yeah, um, yeah. So it's...
1: That, 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 but the but the announcement really doesn't give messes away, does it?
0: No, All it you doesn't. Really
1: it's a bit of background to them rather than than what
0: they've actually contributed. Your any... episode yeah. titles or you know yeah. anything like that really. Um, so, but just to quickly go through it, we've got. Um, uh, Mallory Blackman, Ed Heim, uh, Vinay Patel, Pete Matti, uh McTigh, sorry, and uh, Joy Wilkinson, as well. Um, it appears that none of them have really got a science fiction background. Um, no, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. That could that could go one of two ways there. Um, to be honest, but um, but it does um, appear that they all appear to be sort of fans of the show yeah so it's um, yeah, so I think it sort of t- might tip the boxes on, on on that front um, but it'd just be interesting to see what what they're gonna bring and what what kind of yeah. stories we're gonna get this time,
1: yeah like i say it it really doesn't shine any light onto what we're gonna get, does it no,
0: absolutely nothing, um, I've heard sort of rumors there's gonna be um quite a few historicals um. In there, and also sort of, um, how can I put it? Sort of re- referencing things that happened in the past, are sort of sort of echoing now, sort of sort of quite relevant to to, um, to the to sort of the, the age we're living in right at this moment. So, um, yeah, again, I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> to be honest, nah. I really don't. I really don't. But um, but as we as we're talking about series eleven, there are rumours going around at the moment. About exactly when series eleven is going to start. Now, it's been reported in quite a few papers that it's going to start um, at the end of this month, around about sort of the twenty third of uh, September. But then, that also comes into the fact that the press screening or the press launch, I should say, for the, for series eleven is going to be on. Has been reported. It's going to be on September the twenty fourth. So I can't imagine that they premiere the series on. on Sunday and had the press launch on the Monday.
1: They're going to make all the viewers of BBC sign non-disclosure. Non-disclosure. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, exactly We're not going to go to the press and tell them what happened before they see it. No, on.
0: exactly. <laughs> so, um, so I think the 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 money is really on. I think it's the October the sixth, or maybe the following yeah. weekend. It's either the sixth or or the thirteenth. is they think we're going to get the um, um, we're going to get the, the series premiere. Which we and, I'm sense.
1: just pleased as long as it's not the next two weeks, which it now obviously isn't. That's fine by me.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, this, this is the thing because we've. Um, well, I mean, at the end of the podcast, we'll announce, um, you know, what, what we're what we're, we're planning to do next. But if Doctor Who does indeed come back on set on September 23rd, that's what we'll be doing on our next podcast rather rather than a target novelisation. So no,
1: no, 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 we're just going to be a week behind everyone else. Yes, indeed.
0: <laughs> Because the things we're actually going to be on with the covers to get into the podcast, we're actually going to be a bit of an extended break off this episode. So, um, so we're not actually going to be back. Until the week beginning of the twenty fourth, so it's either going to be a target review or we're going to be talking about new Doctor Who. We, we've got we honestly don't know at the moment. So. so
1: unusually for us, we've actually got ourselves together enough to actually work out what we're going to do.
0: Yeah, and, and BBC have no no clue what they're going to be doing next. <laughs> no,
1: not, not to our feelings and to the planning that goes on with this podcast.
0: <laughs> what do I pay my license fee for, Paul? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Oh dear! Right. Anyway, so on to um, on to other news now. Now um, Blu-ray news. Now coming off the heels of the um, the season twelve Blu-ray release for Tom Baker's, um, which was Tom Baker's first series, um, which has had sort of mixed results because there's been a, a, a sort of recall, really, hasn't there? On I suppose you could say yeah. on some of the, the Blu-rays, and you've had to write off to get your um, your Blu-rays corrected. Well, they've now announced that season nineteen. Um, which was um, Peter Davison's first series, um, is getting a limited edition Blu ray release, which apparently is apparently going to be released on the 19th of November. Um, now, people have actually said, you know, okay, there, there is a couple of, you know, you've got um, Earthshock in there, which mm. is a classic. But then, do we, I think I made mention of, do we really need to see Time Flight in, <laughs> in upscales right, Blu ray? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Four to Doomsday, Castrovalva uh, again, which are, you know, quite, I don't know, not the best stories, really, are they?
1: No, but I, I, mean, I suppose, <laughs> and that's without even getting around to Black Orchid.
0: Oh yeah, which is which is, by all accounts, is an extended version of Black Orchid. Really? Yes, extended ver. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, it's
1: Hedrick <laughs> gets desserts as well. <laughs>
0: They he gets his desserts in the following story, doesn't he? <laughs> <I laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's, there's sort of... It says that there's a newly shot... I was realise
1: actually, looking at the running order, which I've never sort of thought... Black Orchid yeah. is, is, is Edric's last supper, isn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's he's <easy>, is, isn't it? <laughs> Oh god. Well, I mean, they said there's going to be there's some more um, extras being included on there. Um, you got a newly shot one hour docu- uh, one hour interview with Peter Davison in conversation with Matthew Sweet, which is kind of echoes what the what he did with um, Tom Baker, yeah, uh, for that Blu-ray release. Um, and there's more behind the sofa editions, um, Apparently, seven more editions of that. So um, and it also says a. It includes the Peter Davison David Tennant mini uh, episode "Time Crash," um, and it said plus hours of extensive special features pre released on DVD. So, to be honest, it's not really making me want to rush out and get this. If I'm honest, and I, I still haven't, I haven't bought the, the the Tom Baker first season on Blu-ray either. And because of what I've heard about the the, the quality of the Blu-rays, I'm even less inclined to go and buy this now. Mm. So,
1: I mean, I don't know. I mean, it is is—it is for the extras, isn't it, really? It is,
0: to be honest. I mean, I'm,
1: I'm actually, I'd actually be more interested, I think, even in a weird way, in the Peter Davison interview than I was in the Tom Baker one. Yeah. Because um, you sort of feel that you've probably heard as much as you I mean, Tom Baker has, has basically told you nearly all the stories that he's got, whereas Peter Davison isn't really necessarily been interviewed in depth on...
0: No, who. Not, not and I think no, it would actually no. be
1: quite an interesting person talking about it.
0: Yeah, because he's sort of quite um, sort of critical of his time there, isn't he? Yeah, when, when like you know when him and Janet Fielding get together, it's, they haven't really got yeah. much you know good to say about yeah. their time on, on the show. But, um...
1: but 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 usually in a humorous way. Yeah, I mean, usually. So yeah, I, yeah. So yeah. I think it'd actually be quite. I think actually. As you say, Matthew Sweet and him in conversation for an hour would actually be quite a- quite
0: interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not too sure whether I'm actually going to rush out and get this. To be honest. Cause, yeah. Con- yeah. Because considering sort of, the the trouble people have had to get their their Blu-ray disc replaced for the Tom Baker. Box set release. Yeah,
1: I like the fact that they're even now having to replace the replacement disc. Yes, I, I know. know it's other. it's
0: an absolute mess, isn't it? It really is an absolute. <laughs> I, just,
1: mess. I like the fact that that you know <laughs> to send send a copy of your receipt. If you haven't got your receipt, send a photo of the case with your name it's, and address beside it's it. It's
0: ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. They really have balls that up. They really have to be honest.
1: I mean, it is. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, to a certain extent, they are quite lucky that there is a a loyal fan base to yes indeed yeah. you'd think you know to actually mess up something like that but the first one mm. as well you'd think you know you'd make sure every single thing was was Just absolutely perfect, perfect really. before yeah. you yeah. send it out yeah yeah exactly um, exactly so yeah right. oh well
0: so if we get any more news on that we'll obviously obviously bring it to you um, now finally we, we've got a couple of items of uh, big finish news for you um, it was announced last Friday that Sir Sheridan Smith is going to return uh, to Big Finish in the role of Lucy Miller, uh, and again once again be paired up with uh, the Eighth Doctor as, as played by uh, Paul McGann. Um, I think it's a bit of a I've, how long has it been? It's a eight years, I think, since she last yeah. played Lucy Miller. Um, yeah, I mean, we've only actually I think we've only covered one, haven't we? Blood of the Daleks. Yeah, I think as um with, with as a Lucy Miller story, I quite like the character, actually. Yeah, so, I do as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's going to be um, appearing in as it four more stories are going to be released, start be released in a brand new box set uh, for July next year, and the stories we've got are the Dalek Trap by Nicholas Briggs, the Revolution Game by Alice Cavender, the House on the Edge of Chaos by Eddie Robson. And the ones that sort of intrigued me, Island of the Fendal yeah. by Alan Barnes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, um, yeah. So this is the uh, the first appearance of the Fendal uh, on Big Finish. Mm. Actually, so yeah, I am. Wait a I'm,
1: minute! It's, it's just really interesting that actually it's it's one of those that haven't been revisited before. Yes, because it is. Because well, I mean, in my personal opinion. Image of the Fendal is one of the best stories. I actually really love that story.
0: Yes, we did. We, what do, have we have we covered that at all? Yeah. Did we do that as a target?
1: Yeah, we did that as a target. Target,
0: yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll have to. Um, whenever I don't know when we're ever going to get to do a commentary again, but I think we, I think we need to do a a good story. Yeah. Maybe maybe do that one actually, but. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Now, um, this kind of links into the next news item for Big Finish because this um, this box set called "The Further Venture of Lucy Miller" is going to form part of Big Finish's twentieth uh, anniversary on audio um, next year. Um, hard to believe twenty years they've been they've been churning out uh, these um, these stories, and they're going to be doing something called the Legacy of Time box set, which, which I think this, which will account accounts, this for eventually Lucy Miller will form part of, so, and there's other, um, so basically what they're gonna do, they're bringing back in every single, um, character, um, that Big Finish have done, or some like, sort of, like, companion style characters, um, for over the last twenty years, who the, who the Doctor has crossed paths with. So you're going to get like River Song, Bernice Summerfield, Kate Stewart, um, and also bringing back um, the Third Doctor as voiced by uh, Tim Trelaw as yeah. well. I,
1: that, that, that's the one I'm not sure. That's the thing I'm not sure about. Really? The well, no, no, not, 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 no. Just, just the actual taking Kate Stewart back to the Third Doctor and Joe Grant. Yeah, it travels
0: back in time. Yeah.
1: It just sort of, I don't know where that sentimentally goes, really.
0: No. I know you, we haven't got the Brigadier. We mentioned before when, when we've done these, Tim Treloar, um we did, we've done one so far, haven't we? Yeah. That the one thing that was, was sadly lacking was the Brigadier. Yeah. Um, I think, well, you, you, you're kind of thinking, well, you've got someone to impersonate the Doctor. Has enough time passed for someone to impersonate Nicholas um, Courtney now?
1: Um, I don't know. No, it's it's not. I just don't. I just. Where do you go other than other than having a almost like a feeling you're going to have a series of. I mean, hopefully not of them just saying, "Oh, you know, your father was a wonderful man," sort of thing. You know. Yeah. You sort of get the yeah. It could descend into that, which is might would make me be worried about that as a story.
0: Yeah. Yeah, could be, could be. So I mean, I mean, the, I mean, the full sort of. The, the cast includes the following people Tom Baker, Peter Davidson, Colin Baker, Paul McGann, Sylvester McCoy, Alex Kingston, Lisa Bauman, Sophie Aldred, Simon Williams, Pamela Salem, Karen Gledhill, Hugh Ross, Tim Trelaw, Katie Manning, Gemma Redgrave, Ingrid Oliver, India Fisher, and I hope Lalla Wald and Louise Jameson. So um that's quite a cast list. That is quite a yeah. cast list. Um Apparently there's loads of... Um, there's going to be a visit to Gallifrey, it's going to take part in the Time War. Doctors will meet, and there'll be Easter eggs aplenty, so it says here. So um, so this this will, as I said, about the the, the fur adventure of Lucy Miller, this is all going to be released in July next year. So, and it's also going to um, coincide um, with the 20th anniversary of Big Finish's first Doctor Who Released The Sorens of Time. Hmm. So... I think we'd probably stand better chance of reviewing that next year, as part of a celebration of a big finish, rather than actually doing the legacy of time box set. So, I don't know.
1: I mean, this does appeal to me. I mean, I must admit,
0: it does. It's, yeah. It's trouble it's is that I haven't, I haven't listened to any Bernice Summerfield, or I don't know if no. Katie Mann is going to do uh, the was it Iris Wildtime as well. So, which I haven't listened to. Yeah. So, whether it's going to be a little bit too self-referential. Um. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know. We honestly don't know. Well, with um which seems to be that the buzzwords these days, it was going to be all inclusive. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? So, uh, so there we go. There we go. That, that's quite a lot. Of, that's the biggest a lot of news we've had to talk about for, well, forever really, isn't it? Yeah. Crikey, crikey. So, uh,
1: so we there must we must be almost nearing a series.
0: Yes, indeed. <laughs> Okay, everybody, so I think that wraps up the news uh, for this week, then. So, coming up next is our review of The Doctor Dances, uh, starring Chris Reckleston. So, for another week, then, that was the news. (laughs) everybody, whilst uh, well, me and Paul are going to have a little sit down now, while the Doctor dances.
1: Mommy! Doctor! Secure those gates! Why? Just do it! All that weapon's tech in the hands of an hysterical four-year-old, looking for his mummy. And nothing in the world can stop it! Oh! Don't move! <laughs> mummy! Mummy! You forgot to set your alarm clock. It's volcano day.
0: Doctor! Come on!
1: Go on, ask me anything, I'm on fire! you got the moves? Show me your moves. The world doesn't end because the doctor dances. Stay back! <laughs> okay, that door should hold it for a bit. The door, the wall didn't stop it. Coming to find you, mummy.
0: And, uh, it's your turn to kick off this little review, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, okay, uh, what uh, do you reckon to this one?
1: Um, I, f- I don't know if this is going to be a very short review, just on the basis that I really love this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I the the first well start I start right with the beginning. The first yeah. thing watching it, which I don't know why I'd forgotten it, mm. but from the cliffhanger of the empty child, yeah, I forgot the way they got out of it. Was he just says go to your
0: room? Do you know what? I'd I'd actually forgotten how low key that was to begin with. Yeah. Because he doesn't shout out that line until he sort of like he gets angry with or pretends to get angry with them. Yeah. And it's a very quiet go to your room. Like that sort of like, sort of you, you, it's like that turn turning the child off, you start off like calm and then when they ignore you <laughs> or back chat, you just get more and more angry and your voice raises. Um yeah, that's how it went on. But um yeah, I'd um I hadn't I hadn't forgotten that, but I'd forgotten how low-key it was to begin with.
1: But in just what you think is what should be a... Oh, right, yeah, that's that's one of the most ridiculous getting out of the cliffhangers going.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: It actually just... I just thought it worked so well. And whether that is because it's Eccleston that actually does get it right in the how he says it and builds to it.
0: Yeah, I think that's the... I think that's the key to it because he really does um, sort of sell it, really, doesn't he? Yeah,
1: because so I was trying to think how Tennant or Smith would have done that line, and how believable it would have been. That well, I think he ten- would have, yeah, he would I, have scared the the child.
0: I think ten- the- Tennant would have would have been a bit shouty to begin yeah. with. It would have, and it would have been overplayed because he had the. Uh, he had a uh, how can I describe it? A, a tendency to overemphasize ends of sentences sometimes. So it, yes. it would be "Go to your room, ah, like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it, yeah. yeah, I I couldn't imagine else but person pulling that off, to be honest with you. Yeah.
1: I mean, probably of the of the of the modern, may well have Capaldi might have done it, but. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, it just. It, I think he sold that line more than it was a good way of getting out of a cliffhanger, I think. Yeah,
0: I think so. I seem to recall at the time there were a lot of people weren't too happy with that resolution uh, to, to the previous episodes. No, I
1: mean, I mean, if you'd have turned round to me without me seeing it and said, oh, that's the resolution to it, I'd have been like, really? <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that, th- that definitely would have gone down with some of the... The more obscure and stupid ones, really. But
0: Well, to be honest, I I, I think that this two-parter in particular is one of the very few occasions... I can't remember if we, if we mentioned this on the last, um, when we did The Empty Child, but it's one of the very few occasions where both parts of the two-parter work and gel. Yeah. Yes. Uh, because it, it's... I don't know why, it seems to be a very, very difficult feat for modern Who to pull off these days. They're very much, to, you know, to corner football in phrase, they really are a game of two halves. Halves, yeah. There's, there doesn't seem to be any flow between them, but this is as perfect as, you, as it's ever been, I think, really, since I who think came so. back. I
1: mean, I must admit, yeah. It, I really had forgotten how good this was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, no, you know, it's good. You know, it's, you know, but. Had really forgotten just how much I loved this episode, and, and the two parts, to be honest, put together. But even particularly this episode was. I mean, we said at the end of the last podcast when we did well the, like, when we did the empty child that mm. so tempted just to continue on and watch, watch this.
0: I know. Um, I I did, I did have to sort of pull back. You know, yeah. from, from you know, from the um, I was watching it on my I um, had the upload to my iPad, so I was I'd sort of it, it, it immediately went to auto play the next episode after watching the empty channel. I did no, no, let's pause it and switch it off and come back to it when we need to. Um, and I must admit, we, we we weren't expecting to do this episode quite so quickly, were we either? So um, <laughs> I I think it's I'm glad we have though. Yeah. I'm glad we have come back to it quickly because um, I, I just wanted to watch it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, I know. Exactly. That is that is totally the point on this. Um, uh, yeah, I just can't... You're sitting there and you're thinking, oh, I really should be finding something to... that, you know, I, I, I'd rather was better. I mean, I know a lot of people have now jumping right to the end now, the, the everybody lives mm. bit... I know that got a lot of people or got a few people's backs up at the time.
0: I but don't know why to be honest I don't know why and i know I know, we, I know we sort of skipped to the end a little bit, but i it was that it was all sort of the you know the the you know the, the doctor been mended himself yeah um in, in a way because he he you know he'd just sort of come out of the um the whole time war thing. Yeah,
1: I mean, and and he's very much a
0: a broken character, wasn't he? Really, Um, and it was
1: very—it's very fitting for his doctor to do that. I mean, because he literally has come out of a a period where everybody dies.
0: Yes, exactly. So, and it's like his reaction to you know, just just let me just let me have this just this once. Yeah, you know, um, sort of begging the universe, you know, for something nice to happen. Yeah, you know, for him to win without you know killing everybody or, or blowing up a planet or committing genocide oh, yeah. or whatever it might be, yeah, yeah. not yeah.
1: having to make a decision who win, who lives and who dies.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I I I'd I love that end, and I always did, to be honest. Yeah, um, I, I think possibly he might have overplayed it a little bit with with the with the joy aspect of it, but hey, I um I thought that at the time, and I kind of thought that again. Today, when I, when I watched it, yeah. but but, um, but if, it if you do it put it into the
1: context it. as you've just said, yeah, this really is a doctor that's you know, he's been waiting for this day, hasn't he? Really, everything in his life has been wiped out, really, yeah, and yeah, yeah this is this it's is like
0: where it, it's it's just like his reaction when um, he pulls the gas mask off of Jamie and yeah. finds he's been you know, he's, he's, he's you know, he's back to life, and it is that sort of, you know, the joy on the doctor's. Face and, and his reaction as well, and um, the whole thing about in you know, pop music in 20 years, you're gonna love it. You know, which I've I, I, I forgotten about that line actually, and I love it to be honest. So,
1: there, there is there is just one part of me though that wants him to pull that gas mask off, and there's just like the decayed inside of the head bit there, and it's like, oh, <laughs> bugger.
0: <laughs> oh, it has got Nancy's face. <laughs> <laughs> Oops! Didn't quite. Well, not everyone else pulls their gas mask off, and they've all got Nancy's, Nancy's face. face. <laughs> that would have been a twist, but <laughs> yeah, that would be be, b- pulls, very Moffat or just, as well. Or
1: he just pulls the head off. <laughs> <It's> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh dear! No. no, no, no. I, I did like the. Um, I mean, I mean, again, the performances from everybody uh, in in this story is is spot on. Yeah really is. Uh, there, was, there wasn't a single bad performance. Um, and again, um, and I thought so at the time, uh, Florence Hoth as Nancy is the real standout for me yeah. in all of this. You know, she really is. And I, li- I like the bit when she gets captured by, um, was it Mr Lloyd? Yeah. When the all clear is given. Um, and the way she just sort of turns the tables on him.
1: That that and yeah, that just the line. Eh? Oh, there's the sweat and your brow.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like the whole thing of calling him out and the amount of food he's got on his table and I'm thinking it's his missus that's carrying with the butcher. Yeah. Um, I sort of no, it's you like that, and it's sort of immediately, um, as you say, he's the sweat starts. <laughs> it, <so>. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I, I really did. Um, I would just really love the sort of like the, the you know the the payoff to that to that scene really. Um, I know just asking for a set of wire cutters, but also yeah. the you know the children that followed her around as well because yeah. they really did rely on her, didn't they, to sort of, to you know survive.
1: I mean, but this episode is not just the whole story being good; it is just a collection, also a collection of great little scenes.
0: Well, it's it's all the characters have got. Uh, not, not on. How can I put it? They haven't got like a, a, an arc as such. They've all no. got their. They've all got a reason for being where they are, and all yeah. the reasons make sense. Yeah. If 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 you see what I mean.
1: Yeah, but when she like goes back to the house where where they are, and obviously starts moaning at them because cause they're, they're back in the another a house where they've already been. Yeah. There should be a different one, and the whole typewriter scene. Mm. And even even the lines in that about, you know, you can't you can't read and write, that's okay, I've got a machine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just... I know. that's the sort of thing a kid would say though.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, it can do it for me. I've got a typewriter, you know. But but,
1: but... yeah, but in because you know, it's in something that it's quite a a tense scene.
0: It is. And, and then you've you got that... get
1: these little throwaway like bits of humour that it well, works so I well. I, th-
0: I think the other um, you mentioned the typewriter scene. Also, uh, it echoes the scene when they they go to the hospital and they go to where they they kept Jamie, with the mm. tape where the tape recorder was. Mm. And uh, the thing with the you know, you know that uh, you know, they keep. Oh, are you my mummy? Can you see? Can you? Why can't you see me? And um, I'm yeah. behind you and all that. And then. They only realise that the, the tape has just run out thirty seconds ago, and it does the same thing with the typewriter. He pulls yeah. Moffat pulls the same trick. Yeah. But, um. You you don't see it coming. No. And I'd actually forgotten about the typewriter. I remember the bit with the with the tape recorder, but i would forgotten about the bit with the typewriter. So it 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 suckered me again, to be honest. So. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. I I, lo- I love that sort of thing. Whether you see, it's not um. What you would call a jump scare as such, it's just that you don't realise it's happened. Yeah. Until the characters realise it's happened and it's like oh no. Like you know It's just
1: it's pointed out to you at the same time as it is to them, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's yeah it's just that. And then yeah, another great scene when they go into the room in the hospital. Mm. And it's just particularly I mean particularly Jack's reaction to realising it's a child. Yeah. In there is brilliant. Just you know that, and the it, the whole thing about finding that out. I mean, we all, we already obviously know, but it's just mm. they sell that to him. Him, you know, him finding that out so well.
0: I do you know what? I don't think they've never bettered the characterisation of Captain Jack since this story. To be honest, I don't know why they, they just never seem to have caught the the essence. Even in Torchwood. Really, it wasn't Captain Jack from this, was it? I know it's sort of time had passed from him; things were a bit different for him. But it wasn't that there wasn't that sort of air of cockiness about him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I suppose, I suppose, actually, if you want to talk about people's journeys, you've got Jack's going the other way, isn't he?
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> from yeah. this
1: point. Um, because, yeah, if you're saying the doctor's coming out of his own darkness back into the light mm. with this, then Jack is starting off fairly in the light here. And as, as his story, as we see his story go right the way through Torchwood and various back into Doctor Who and out again. Yeah. It's, yeah, the the, 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 the responsibility that hits him and changes him.
0: Isn't yeah. It? it is. Yeah. This he is. Can't, a, this, he... It kind of He's got no up responsibility. A bit, yeah, it's yeah.
1: all—it's um, all, you know—a game to him at this stage.
0: Yeah, but you have got the whole two years of his life has has been um, yeah wiped. Um, did that ever get? Because I must admit, I I didn't pay close attention to the first couple of series of Torchwood. If I'm honest, did that ever get resolved? Um, not
1: that I remember
0: because I'm certainly not conscious of of that ever being I mean does not I mean it's just a a nice little mystery but again it's yeah. something that that was you know planted for his character and didn't really go anywhere which I think was a shame. Yeah. Unless someone can correct us, I mean please please mm. you know write in or, or comment on our Facebook group or something but um yeah well, I, I, we're certainly not conscious of that ever being addressed but mm. we could I'm be. I'm now wrong. trying
1: to think of the last couple of episodes of of
0: it. Well, there was the Captain Jack Harkness episode where he where he took the Jack Hartness identity, didn't he?
1: Yeah, but no, but that's mainly all. Obviously, that follows on from having all of that. You sort of you get the feeling most of the Torchwood history follows on from him being stranded back on Earth, unable to die but obviously spoilers for, for yeah, <laughs> later on for in this Yeah, later series. on, yeah. Now, I've always, so, I've always sort of
0: str- struggled with that really because obviously he he is brought back to life in the future, so obviously he must have got off the, the, the space station where he died. Yeah. And then gone back in the past because yes. he did interact with, like, Victorian Torchwood, didn't he? Yeah. For a while. Um, so, and obviously you, you see him threat other... Sort of, I think also Children of Earth. You see him in the past as well, don't mm. you? So until he gets to the point, you know, where, where, where we see him um, in in the first series of torture, basically. So, yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I say I I didn't pay close attention to the first couple of series, so you know, the whole two years thing might have been resolved, mm. but I don't think so. I don't think oh, so. Oh, I so. can't remember now. No. It, uh, yeah, so but I, th- I do, you know, I love his performance in this. I also um, I love Billy Piper in this one as well. Yeah. To be honest, it's a constant sort of, um, I don't know, sort of teasing of, the, of of the Doctor about his dancing ability, um, which again was, was was sort of a humorous thing in a series. You know, they're trapped in that room. Yeah. You know, about to be. Um, you know, just waiting to be um, attacked by the by the patients yeah. in the hospital. Um and Moffat managed to squeeze in the whole the whole dancing thing yeah. again, which I but, um, I thought worked really well, actually.
1: Yeah, and just just in there, are you gonna dance? I'm trying to resonate concrete. Great, yeah, I know.
0: <laughs>
1: but you see that that is that is a per- times women have said that to me when I've asked them to dance. <laughs>
0: At times I've used that as an excuse.
1: <laughs> oh well, you always have been hit with the ladies. I oh,
0: haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> Not tonight. Not tonight. I'm resonating concrete. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, I'm repointing the house. as another one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. No, it's. Um. No, I. I. Do you know what I? I know Moffat has got his. I think we said this on, on the on the on when we when we did the Empty Child as well. But I think you know. If there are any Moffat detractors out there who were not happy with what he did during Matt Smith's reign or Peter Capaldi's reign, um, just go back and watch this. Yeah, really, because I think this was—I still think this is his finest story. I think a lot of people will probably say like the girl, uh, the go in the Fireplace or Blink might be better, but I I put this particular story head, head and shoulders above that those. I really
1: do. Yeah, I mean, I probably—if you'd have said to me again before I watched this, I'd probably might have said blink. But no, yeah. when you watch this, this is just so well crafted for the for the for the, for the two episodes mm. to keep it going at such a high level for the two episodes, which, as we said, is you know something that um, it has struggled with since it came back. So this Doctor this Who. is this is what I. I, I...
0: I one thing I do struggle to understand, um, and I I dare say there there are a lot of sort of Moffat um, defenders out there as well who will probably, you know, uh, won't agree with this. But this story proved he could do a coherent two-parter, and I know sort of like the uh, what was the two-parter Angel story in Matt Smith's first season? Was it Time of Angels
1: and Flesh and Stone? Flesh
0: and Stone, yeah. That that was a good two parter as well. Actually, I, yeah. I, I'd forgotten about that. It's another very very good two parter. But the
1: and the Satan Pit and the Impossible. He didn't
0: write that though, did he?
1: No, no. But I'm saying just I'm just trying to think of what. The, yeah. Well,
0: no, I'm talking what about the, like, like Moffat because yeah. when he's done when he's written two parters after this when he became the showrunner, I didn't find them coherent at all.
1: No, I mean it, the problem is I think it's just the question of I, you just feel you. That perhaps you get overstretched in what you're trying to do. Mm. I I think we said this on the last podcast, didn't we? It's one thing to have to be doing one story per series, Mm. but when you're trying to write two or three plus
0: edit scripts, editing everything else, everything else, else, everybody else, yeah,
1: yeah, and keeping a constant theme going through the story that you want to give the ending to and it's yeah no it's, i think i think there's there's a question of anybody's to come overstretched and also i mean also there's just the question of you come into a series mm. with there must have been ideas that have been bubbling around in your head on the off chance that ever you get a chance to write for doctor who that you've had plenty of time to formulate
0: well I mean let's so be they would I mean, be
1: more more yeah. co- cohesive. Coherent.
0: Yeah, I think the yeah cohesive is better better than coherent. Um I I think because you've got like um Moffitt was a a massive fan of who. Yeah. And as you say they've all that those years where who wasn't on the telly. Yeah. And now he's become a, an established um writer for television. And he's given the chance to write for his for his favorite um his favourite TV show. Now, yeah. some some would argue that could be uh, a bit of a, a dangerous cocktail because usually, when fans write for their favourite show, it comes very very self indulgent and and full of you know continuity references and every everything must yeah. be in order and so on and so on. But I think RTD. And I know RTD's got his, his detractors and defenders, but I think RTD and Moffitt kind of broke the mould in that respect. Yeah, I know I know some of Moffitt's stuff did get a little bit continuity heavy come towards him, but I'm beginning to wonder where a lot of that was Capaldi's and Mark Gatiss's. Um, influence more than anything else,
1: and again and again, it's just the case of well, I'm going anyway. Exactly,
0: yeah. There was that. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I mean,
1: they're, not, they're probably not going to ask me back again, so if I want to do it, I've got to start doing it now. now. I've got,
0: yeah, precisely. But you know, there's a lot of us out there I love a bit of continuity and you know, little yeah. n- nods to the past that no one else is going to get. Fine, yeah. I don't. I really no, don't I, give a <laughs> monkey's if it's inclusive or not. I really don't care, to be honest. Mm. So. <laughs>
1: It's, it's everybody else's fault for not watching every other episode ever. <laughs> well, we no, I, I just
0: get a bit fed up with it. Everything's got to be inclusive. I mean, I'm I'm sorry. If you know a programme's been on for 50 years, I man, can I do a little bit of homework? Huh. Come on, Christ. <laughs> you know,
1: Put that life away and start watching Doctor <laughs> Who.
0: You don't have to. You don't have to watch everything, but that's the whole. That's the whole point of of this kind of thing, though. You a What does that mean? You go and find out. Oh, that's what it is. It's mm. it's a it's a journey of discovery. Mm. This this kind of show and um, this whole thing. And now you mustn't talk about that. And it's got to be inclusive. You can't cut out. Oh, for God's sake, I'm getting a bit cheesed off with it, to be honest. So, but anyway, back to this. Back to this. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. Um, no i think as as we all know this particular series wasn't you know um it wasn't referencing the, the past it was trying to establish no. itself as its own thing which it did this story certainly helped that um and I think for me this certainly cemented Chris Eccleston as the doctor yeah because I think he he didn't really do the um the out and out comedy stuff that well which which he's now admitted he didn't he no. didn't do it well um but I think that was the, it was a, I think the leading up to this particular two-parter, the the, the balance of episodes in this series is a little bit off on occasion.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Because you've, you've well, got, I mean, you know, you, like things like the Savine, for argument's sake, you know.
1: Well, I th- mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to find out where their audience is, aren't they? And, they yeah. haven't, and to be honest, they're made, they've made them all before they've even had a chance to find that out.
0: Yes. So yeah. the,
1: the, there's a sense of, well, we'll try everything and see which ones work. Mm. And there had to be that. I mean, I don't think they, they could have... If they have gone and said, right, this is what Doctor Who should be, and they're all going to be like this, mm. and actually the audience turned around and says, actually, we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: you've, we don't... You've killed it. Yeah, we, we, we don't want burping wheelie bins and... Yeah farting aliens really i mean i mean paul i mean i i know mean, I we're not talking about the doctor dance there but i i mean i love a good fart gag but um that that didn't make me laugh <laughs> oh dear yeah so i i think this this particular two-parter um it really it really does make the ninth doctor gel for me yeah. And I, th- I think watching this now, it makes it all the more gutting that he didn't stay around for, for another series.
1: Yeah. I mean, just, get, actually, just, just actually getting back to this episode. I mean, as, as you said about, you know, that Eccleston didn't do the comedy, what was surprising is just how much comedy there is in this. I mean, we said it there earlier about that. Mm. But, you know, even like after saying the, the go to your room thing. Just the. Well, I'm glad that works. That would have been a terrible last line. Yeah. Last words, <laughs> or whatever, you know. Well, even the, 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 the resonating
0: the, concrete thing. Yeah. As well was 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 well played. Um, and the banana. Yeah.
1: don't don't lose the banana. Why? It's full of potassium. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think I think that's that's why it, it works because it was done it in a um, it was it wasn't really. Done for comedy. It was a, it was like a humorous quip in a dangerous situation. Yeah, was it? just it's yeah. the it's, it's sort of thing that you know. Um, to 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 a certain degree, the sort of things Schwarzenegger would would drop out. You know, you know, stick around and and mm. think I had to let, I had to let him go and things like you know, it's it's that kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's just like a throwaway, quick a throwaway lines, line. That, yeah, yeah.
1: That just went moved on. Yeah, I mean, like the woman at the end, and it was you know that. I've, when I came into the hospital, I only had one leg, and now I've got now I've got two. You know, are you sure there's a war on? Do you sure you just that Yeah,
0: <laughs> I've forgotten about the old lady with one leg actually.
1: <laughs> Which actually is a logical thing because you know if this, these are supposed to go around repairing people. Yeah. Then it wouldn't just put them back to how they were. How they were precisely before it. Before it gave them a gas mask, it would actually actually cure them
0: what another thing I've forgotten about um talk about the, the 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 gas you know someone with the gas mask is when um algae turns yeah into a into a, a gas mask face um which I actually thought was even though you see less of it I actually felt it was more graphic than when Richard Wilson yeah turns and also that the guy um that private that um that <sighs> Nancy was yeah. I mean, another great scene,
1: just from the fact that she realises that he's already infected. And yeah, it's like the don't leave me with him. Lock me up anywhere else. Yeah, the, don't leave me with him. And the panic in that is was just brilliant.
0: Well, yeah, I know you probably haven't seen it, but that they just sort of reminded me of the thing, mm. that that paranoia thing. I know what's going to happen. Don't leave me with him. You know, they know they're going to turn on, I'm next. You know, so yeah, um, it just it just kind of reminded me, in a funny way, it just reminded me of John Carlton as the thing. But um, that probably went right over your head because you've never seen that, have you? No, no, <laughs> no. Oh uh, dear.
1: But it was just, yeah, but you know, just but they didn't even then show the whole part of his transformation.
0: No, you just just sort a of...
1: bit of him losing his mind and and the and his and mouth opening wide enough to.
0: Yeah, for the you For, you
1: presume the gas mask bit to pop out.
0: Yeah, which worked really well. Yeah. Really well. But I felt that the, the algae one where you just see for, it was it was done for sort of film side on. Yeah. And you just sort of start to sprout out mouth. And you've got the close ups of it, or like the, the, the gas mask lenses appear in. Yeah. Um which I thought was far more effective than the Richard Wilson transformation. Even though that was great. But I thought I thought this one worked they just seem to improve upon that one by, by actually showing less.
1: Well, I think because I think they'd shown you the full one on the other time, I mean, to have shown you, if you'd have seen it again, you'd have probably exactly the, doing it exactly the same way. You'd have been, mm. oh, a bit blase about this. Yeah. But yeah, but now, now you already was expecting, waiting for it, mm. to almost do it as sort of quick cutaway bits to different bits transforming was really good.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I totally agree totally agree but uh yeah i know we, sort of, we kind of sort of jumped around this episode a little bit um really but um it it's hard not to because there's just so many so many good scenes in this and it's well written well acted well directed uh i i just think it's 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 perfect yeah i really do and i think because i think it's the fact you know we just wanted to just talk about this, and I think that's why we we sort of flitted round with no particular structure. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I, you know,
1: I, 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 to be honest, I don't think we wanted to talk about this. We just wanted to watch it. <laughs> I th- yeah,
0: yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I, I did just want to watch this again. That that, that sort of I made absolutely no pretense.
1: <laughs> and even the second time when I watched it, you're thinking yourself right now. I've just got to watch this because I've got to talk about it. Yeah, like, cause um, no, I'm just sort of watching it again. <laughs> <laughs> just from a point of view of watching it because I enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. God's sake, yeah. The, the weird thing is, though, um, just looking at the the, um, the the Wikipedia page, is that this um, received overnight raises of 6.17 million viewers, which is the lowest figure f- uh, for the series, but it was over a bank holiday. I just began to, to after reading that, I was thinking... The latest series of Doctor Who would kill for that kind of, of overnight viewing yeah. figures, wouldn't they? They really would, um, though. Yeah, uh, I, uh, yeah.
1: I mean, but, but even I suspect if you looked back at what was t- how people's viewing habits back then
0: have changed mm. to now. Yeah. I
1: mean, you've since since then you've you've got Netflix and you've got Amazon. so that you wouldn't have had then.
0: No, that's right. That's right.
1: So just just even from that, the, just the explode when we, st- we tend to think, you know, the old days of watching television of the 80s, 70s yeah. and 80s, where you had three, then four, then God forbid, five channels to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's not that really, is it? I mean, it's still, even 2005, you still don't think people I think people's viewing habits were still slightly more anchored to to what we think of ours when we grew up. Mm. That I just don't think is totally there at all now.
0: No, even back in two thousand and five I don't think it was, because you you still no. had the, like, the advent of, of Sky and whatever. I don't I'm not too sure if iPlayer was around then. I don't think it was, was it? Um
1: I can't remember to be honest. But like I say, yeah, and and to so the the fact of being able just to record programs by pressing a button on your remote control and all that, I don't, I'm not quite sure. You know how many houses. You know, just all that. I just don't think I've, people. I think people's take how people watch TV and how people watch programs has changed, so as evolved, mm. and we wasn't. Well, you know, obviously, we was only part of the way down the road in 2005, so you still had a fairly traditional audience.
0: Yeah, because I, I seem to... Actually, now now thinking about it, I do seem to recall when this series was on, if I was out, um, I think, cause I, in particular, I remember being out when Dalek was on. Mm. And... I recorded it, but it was on a DVD recorder. Yeah. So, yeah, I did, think, there was no I'm such thing as Sky now, Plus I and all that I kind didn't of get, thing. I then.
1: didn't get the first um, TV or cable box or whatever satellite box that I could record on. No, I by, certainly didn't. From, no. the, from the thing until, I don't think, till about 2006...
0: I can't remember so when I, I got a, a recorder yeah, like I, that, but, I'm,
1: I may well still have had, you know, a video and or whatever. Yeah. By then, at that stage. So. To record stuff, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, I was yeah, I was, I was certainly I was certainly using a DVD recorder, at that yeah. point. So yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, now I, I, thinking about, it. I don't think there was any such thing as iPlayer back then. I don't think there I, was. It's difficult to remember these things now because you know it's quite a 2005. A long time ago now.
1: As, uh, as much as we don't want to admit that.
0: Yeah, I know. That's the. Yeah, i was just thinking because, back.
1: Because if it was, then we'd be old, and we're not. So. No.
0: <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Yeah, I, I really don't think there's there's much more I can I can say about this because I I can't think of anything. You know, to to you know nitpick. No, in I this mean, one I, said, I
1: said to you, this is probably going to be a short one because there's not so. How many times can I just say I really love this episode? Yeah, <laughs> before people get bored of me saying it. So
0: yeah, I, th- I think the I think as I, I was just say the only thing you could possibly nitpick at was there were no tape recorders in the UK at that at that particular period of history.
1: Yeah, that's the only I mean, thing. But that was yeah one of the things that I think. Was pointed out to Stephen Moffat afterwards, wasn't it? That yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: He'd, uh, yeah, it was something called. Um, yeah, because they used um, was it wax discs, didn't they? And yeah, um, oh, there was something else that they I didn't know, I different kind of recording. I'm trying to think. Oh, cause I know because Peter Sellers was a, um, a a big sort of big fan of all things like this, and he yeah,
1: because
0: he, he bought one off of Bob Monkhouse, didn't he? Yeah. Do you, do you, sorry, folks. We're going way off. To, wire recorders. That's it. Wire. I don't know what wire recorders are, but yeah, that's the sort of thing Peter Sellers would um, would use. But um, yeah, yeah. So that's the only thing I can nitpick at. To be honest, that is the only thing I can yeah. nitpick at. So it's uh, no. I think it's it's a um, a, a perfect two part story, um, and this was the perfect. Um, Ending to a two part story for me.
1: Yeah, totally. Definitely. If you haven't watched this for a while, to, to telling people, go and watch it again.
0: Yeah. You'll you enjoy Yeah.
1: And, and, and just as a side thing, while my people are busy writing in, as they will be doing, BBCI <laughs> Player went live on the 25th of December 2007.
0: Ah, there we are then. There we are. So, like facts coming to you live. So. <laughs> Yeah,
1: facts coming to you only t- only eleven years late. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll never let it be said, Paul, when someone gives a, 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 presents us with a poser that we never answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Okay, then. So what are we gonna do next? So, but as as we said at the top of the show, um, this this already depends on the BBC, really, doesn't it? Yes. what we're doing next. So, um, as I said, we're going on a bit of an extended break. <laughs> going to um, say, if we
1: don't get that job, we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be
0: back. Yes, indeed, indeed. Um, yeah. So we we were going to be dis- disappearing for a bit longer than uh, than usual, and, and we'll, we will be back. Um, we begin the 24th of September. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what happens on that episode? We don't actually know yet. So, um, if Doctor Who does come back. On the twenty third of September, which we doubt, but but that's what we'll be doing on our next episode. But we we we, I think we firmly believe it's going to be back in October. Really, yeah. Um. So then, so if Doctor isn't back on on the twenty third of September, we'll be back with a Target book um, review, and we're going to be doing uh, the Enemy of the World, which is a second Doctor story. So as usual, we'll yes. be doing the uh, review of the book compared to the televised serial yes as well so uh that's what the uh, that's the plan so we do one or the other there we are there we are okay then so that um pretty much wraps up this week's um uh podcast so um until next time then it is goodbye from me phil
1: and goodbye from me paul
0: goodbye